Good evening, boys and ghouls. This podcast is rated E for explicit, so keep those little ears at bay, lest I drain them of all life's essence, leaving a lifeless husk upon the floor. <laughs> And good evening, and good evening, boys and ghouls. It's time for the annual Go Fuck Yourself Halloween Special. Why are you laughing at that? That's the name of the show that you gave me. It's Go Fuck Yourself. No, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's, it's Go Folk Yourself. What? <laughs> like folklore. Folklore. <laughs> go Fuck Yourself. A Halloween special. Hey, hey, Brett, can you come into the studio real quick? Brett? Uh, Brett. Yeah, yeah, what's up, man? Who, who is this guy? That's Bella Lugosi. Why, why is Bella Lugosi in our studio? I used our budget to pay for Bella Lugosi to come back from the dead and to give our uh, Halloween intro. I thought it was a good usage of $300. Yeah, he doesn't understand the name of our show, though, Brett. What are you talking about? He keeps saying, go fuck yourself. That's hilarious. Just let him do that. That's worth the money. Uh, fine. Go ahead, Bella. Do it again. Do you want me to go from the top? From the top, Bella. From, from the top. Uh, from the top, yeah. Right now? Yeah, yeah. If you could just... Whenever can you you're count, ready. Me, we're, we're, count me in? I don't want to folk this up. <laughs> Three, two, one. Good evening, boys and ghouls. Welcome back to the Go Fuck Yourself Halloween Special 2018. It's the Bill Spook Travaganza Spooky Tacular Spook Vestaganza or whatever. I'm what? pretty sure he said something like Extrava Spook. <laughs> I that was not in the script. Hey Bella, you're you're good now. Thank you. We got it. So, I will take the money and leave. It's on the counter. Thank you. It, it is a check. I would appreciate if you didn't cash it right away. I understand. Bella has hit hard times, too. Being dead. Uh, okay, thank you. Oh, God. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. We'll Brett, can you, can, you, can you come back in here, please? Uh, yeah. yeah. What's up, man? Hey, Brett. Um, great use of the budget. I'm not gonna. Thanks, I'm man. not gonna lie. Bella Lugosi, great call. Uh, but we'll have to turn off the website for a while, but it's worth it. This this yeah this episode, you know, it's kind of not ours anymore, right? Like we. What do you mean? Didn't did, you see the tapes? Do, what are you talking about? Okay, cool. So, uh, this is why I need you to participate in the group text, you know, and turn on the I, notifications. I told you the notifications drive me crazy. Sure. So Bill sent us a package. Um, Oh. Came came right after we got back from the cruise. Was it like another one of those dead bird things? No, that no, was actually that was great. It was so dead rabbit this time. This oh, was that's much not better. An improvement. It's we better. could at least eat the rabbit. Yeah, exactly. That 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 it's, turned into. It's going to taste like fear. I mean, we'll we're not going to eat it. Victor ate it. It's well, fine. Victor was fine. But uh, anyway, he sent us a tape. Well, I, let me rephrase that. He sent us a really nice book 
that I was excited to read. Oh, and that's then, cool. What kind of book did he send us? Well, so uh, it was A Tale of Two Cities, but it was a first edition. Holy shit. But it was a right? Garfield first edition, so it was A Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Did I say cities? You I did. meant kitties. Oh, yeah, uh, it's sorry. The first edition, yeah. uh, it's the novelization of the film. A Tale of Two Kitties. Um, <laughs> wow, what a collector's item that must be. Well, that's be. what I was thinking. Well, but I was think. also really excited to read it. But I opened it. Uh, he had hollowed it out. Uh, and oh, put well, that's a, a shame. Well, he's it made a book safe? That's kind of cool. It is cool. It was a we weird could use that. book to choose, but that's okay. Uh, either way, he sent us these... Um, if I was robbing the studio and I saw that on a shelf, I wouldn't open it. So I you think wouldn't it, take a first edition novelization of A Tale of Two Kitties, but I, if there's other things available, yeah, probably not. I, I would have think to open that. I'd it's not our old Tony and Ruby Port. Yeah, there's know, so like, many other things that we have here. <laughs> <laughs> like that's an innocuous the crystal item. ashtray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, These coasters those, that I just <laughs> brought in. <laughs> sequentially, that joke won't make sense, but eventually, <laughs> that joke you're that gonna joke that was for kill. us. That was for us. That we're gonna go. Anyway. Moral story, he sent us these uh, these spools of tape that he said that we needed to play. Or else reel gonna, to reel. It's reel to reel. And what the fuck is a reel to reel? I don't know, because we're Vic- all under the age of 50. Victor <laughs> got the machine. Uh, he said it's very easy. He set it up. We just have to hit play. Uh, but if we don't play this as our Halloween episode, uh, Bill is going to kidnap us again for Thanksgiving. So it felt like a good compromise to just yeah. let him have this Halloween. I really don't want to be kidnapped by Bill again. Especially not on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was that kind of my whole family got kind of mad about that. Yeah, mine too. Weirdly enough, they were mad at me. Mine yeah. wasn't. Not not Bill. Not Bill. Yeah. Yeah, man, the man nothing sticks to that man. I don't know. No, my He's mom weird. was just like, it was nice and quiet. <laughs> yeah. well, anyway, uh so I guess No I, puns at dinner. <laughs> I guess we're gonna hit play. Um, How do you uh what do you mean hit play? There's no touch screen on this thing. Well no, no we have to like hit the machine and it starts no, stop, you stop. There's a physical button that has a triangle on it. Tri- it's a triangle that's Three pointing sides, to the Brett. right. That's what the, the play fuck does button. that mean? It's the play button. It's the same button that you have on... Oh, fuck, I'll hit the button. I'm going to come across the fucking studio, and I'm going to hit the fucking button. Hey, I, I, I got this. just can't do your own fucking work. I'm going to... Here we go. Hey. Bill Spooktacular Stravaganza Spookfestacular Play Boop. You know, folks, I've spent a lot of time in cars, both inside of them, outside of them, watching them, following them, and... This next story is about a car, truly. Well, really, it's about the people in the car. So if you'll open up your handy-dandy Bill's pamphlet notebook, you'll find the following title, Hook Hand and the People that uh, in the Car. Take it away, Vincent Stan uh, and Company. That's all for the Whites-Only Sports Report that is era-appropriate. Next, we have some all-races crime news for your county. An escaped psychopath with a hook hand, Chaz Scary Name, who was originally locked away in a mental institution for murdering teenagers he's caught making whoopee in different popular necking points in town, has escaped his padded cell. Be advised that he is not armed. He has weapons, but he's not armed because he's missing a hand. So, it's a technicality. He has a hook for a hand and is known for breaking into cars to exact some sort of justice on any young lovemakers. Now, on to all-white politics news. Oh, gosh. Can you turn that off? Sure, hun. It was just distracting us from all the sex I'm going to have on you anyway. 
Maybe I should put on some Chubby Checo or Depeche Mode. Whatever band is era-appropriate for what you're picturing. I just wish you'd stop talking and take me, you handsome glute. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you like it when I do that, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, daddy. What was that? Well, I'll check it out. No worries, hun. What was it? I'm capable of looking as well, but I feel compelled to lock into a gender stereotype. Nothing out here, sugar tits. Now put your mouth on my mouth and let's get back to kissing like they do in Paris. Ooh, baby. Oh, gay Paris. Can we go somewhere else? This is really spooking me out. I'm spooked as heck. Stop. Jeez, get on. We're just scared, baby, because that news story. But that guy could be anywhere, and I doubt he'd come all the way out to make out point when Orgy Avenue and hedonistic fuckpile Hill are far closer to the asylum. Please, can we just go? I don't feel safe here anymore. Maybe we can just go have sex in my bed, because my parents are super progressive and into free love anyway. Ugh, fine. But your liberal parents disgust me. However, I am looking forward to filleting you in your childhood bed. What's that noise? Mmm, probably just a rock in the tread. Hang on, honey. Just like I thought. Nothing at- Oh my god! I knew it! Oh my god! Oh, how spooky was that one, folks? They found the hook attached to the door of the car that they they were in. They found a hook. That was the ending. I don't know why I decided on this one as a radio story, but, you know, I thought it worked. It's one of my favorite Mark Twain parables, and I think it stands the test of time. And I think we learned a lot about each other and, more importantly, ourselves. It's not about the hook in the hand. It's about the hands we hold to the hooks. Chad Huddleston from Real to Real Co., uh, Southeast Territory Manager uh, for the Greater Lower East Side side uh, there. Uh, here I am tonight, folks, to tell you a little bit about uh, Real to Real Co. and the fine line of products that we sell. Uh, you may say to yourself, Chet, uh, all of our audio is digital now, and I and I get that. I really do. But if you, the thing about audio and digital format is uh, it loses quality with time. 
Now, the products that I sell here at Real to Real Co., they stand the test of time. There's no degradation. They stand the test of time. There's no degradation there in the sound quality. Now, there, I have to tell you by law, there is physical degradation in the media, okay? It does go bad with time. But guess what, everybody? A second reel to reel machine to make the transfer is the solution for you today. All you have to have one reel to reel co, reel to reel 20x90. Retail value $39.99. That's actually 24 monthly payments, okay? Second solution a crate of the finest reel to reel co, reel to reel tape. Version B. Don't want that version A. Version A, that degrades way faster. We've we've uh, perfected the formula now, okay? Chet wouldn't lie to you, okay? So, you get your crate, you got your reel-to-reel, -reel, you need that second one, all right? I wouldn't lie to you. Because that degradation, when it happens, it is fast. And it is sudden. And also, I legally have to tell you all, it's also very flammable. Also very flammable. Please do not store it near any electronics. I get that you may say check, but these are electronics. By definition, that means that it will catch on fire. That's why Real to Real Co. is bringing to you in the next fiscal quarter a fire extinguisher. Real to Real Co. It's a real business, and that's real spelled R E E L. All right, uh, so, okay, he, he recorded the two stories and an ad on one side, so I guess we got to flip the reel. No, uh, what no, does that stop, mean? wait, no, you're... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop pulling it, stop pulling it. You hold on. No, just You hold on, you're going to ruin it. Oh, shit, it came out, it came out. Oh, my God, no, you're unspooling, don't unspool, don't unspool. Okay, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop moving your hands. Hold on, I got to get... Stop, why are you erratically moving your hands like that? Because it's sticky. I get it, but it's all wrapped around your fingers. Hold on, just stop, everyone stop moving. Nick, stop, stop. Get a pencil. Okay. I what, saw this in a movie. What are you going to do? He's going to re-spool it. I no, saw it in a movie. No, that's a cassette. No. Oh, that's a different thing? Yeah, we have the actual spool. I just need you to stand still so I can spool it. I thought that this was just the bigger version oh of a God. cassette. Why aren't you wearing pants? Just stop moving. I didn't want to get the reel on my pants. You know what the tragedy is? As I spool this further and further, I recognize that the film is going to uncover his dick, and I'm, we're all going to have to look at it. It's okay. But it can't be as bad as Bill's. I mean, that's a good point. All right, Brett, stop moving. Stop. I know you have an itch on your nose. I need you to not scratch I'll, it. Hang on. I got I it. I got it. Sneeze. Don't move. I got it. Oh, shit. Can you, can you quickly pinch his nose? Pinch his yep, nose. So here you he go. Sneeze. <laughs> okay, we're almost pulled, Brett. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Just hold You're it. doing great. Uh, there's his dick. God damn it. All oh, right, my we're God. Why are you making eye contact with it? It's why are, why does it have an eye? Because it's a winky. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. All right. It's respooled. Go put your pants on. I'm going to hit play again and just, you know what? Go back to the annex, Brett. Go to the annex. Hang out in there. We and got extra. second one. What do you mean? There's a second one in here. Yeah, it's the sides. You got to put the second one on. There's Wait, a, that was all we had to do this whole time is just put a different one in? Yeah. I don't know. I thought we had to like flip this one over. No, that's a cassette. What's again? Oh. Cassettes are different than reels, is what Victor Wait, what's tells a me. record? A record is what hipsters buy, like us. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what. What do I buy to put on my IKEA cube stand to make it look more full? Huh. All right. Well, I guess um, <laughs> I filled my collax with mostly <laughs> vintage records, vintage from records, the world. and also Tame Impala. Well, Brett, I guess go ahead and put the second reel on and. Don't you, let I got it. I unspooled Go it. Go put your oh, fuck. <laughs> why is, Guys, why you is, know what? You we'll, can't put the reel on your dick, Brett. We'll be right back. We'll be right back and we'll we'll play. We'll it be second. right it's back. It's everywhere. <laughs>
This next story is penned by the late great American author Walt Whitman, and it's called The Man Who Stayed at the Hotel That One Time. Hotels are scary places, folks. It's like, do I live here or not? You decide. Take it away. sir checking in uh yeah perfect while i get your information punched in did you need any recommendations on the local restaurants venues attractions and haunted things to avoid uh i'm i mean i I, I guess yeah all right step right over to our concierge brett and he'll tell you all about the area hello how can i help you uh, I, I heard you'd be the person to talk to about local restaurants and um, venues, attractions, and haunted things to avoid. What would you want to know about? Uh, I'm. I mean, I guess I'd love a restaurant recommendation. Well, I only prepare my own food. Don't trust a restaurant to have my level of cleanliness. So I won't eat anywhere but here, home, and at the local park where I play chess. So I'd maybe uh, start there. Well, that doesn't really, that doesn't help me very much at all, though, because I, I, I just got in. I, I'm looking for. Well, venues and attractions. Well, there is that park that I just mentioned. What happens at the park? I play chess there. Oh, um, okay. And avoid any unmarked doors. Dan, your hotel room is ready. Uh, uh, thank you. I'll be right there. Wait, what do you mean? No, I'm, oh, he's gone. Okay. Um, Here's your key, and you're in room 503. Here's a map, and you're going to take the elevator to the fifth floor, take a right, a left, then a second right, then another left, get in that elevator and go up half a floor, take an immediate right, and then go to the end of the hall and turn around. Then, when you've done all of these things, go back 20 feet, and you'll have found it, your room. Wait, what? hang on. What happened to that guy? He's gone now. No, he's still right behind the desk. It's incredibly rude that you walked away while I was getting a pamphlet on the local park from the bottom drawer of my desk. I, I'm, I, I'm actually very sorry. I thought, I thought you had left. I, I'm just going to head to my room. What a strange place. If I didn't have to come here for work, I don't think I would have. This city seems just lackluster. this a door with no numbers between two obviously numbered hotel rooms is it a closet huh it's locked let me look through the keyhole wow 
I feel compelled to audibly explain what I'm seeing because it's so weird. Is that a beautiful pale woman sitting on the bed crying? How strange. I, I shouldn't intrude. Let, let me get ready and, and go get some food. As a man of uh, award-winning character, we will not tolerate just listening to this man shower. So let's just, excuse me, let's just check in with the lobby real quick. Just see what's going on. Okay. We've got some music happening. Guys type in. There's some sexual tension between the front desk and the other guy. All right, let's check back in. I wonder if that woman is okay. I should look again on my way out. That doesn't feel weird or creepy to me at all. Well, I guess I'll try this pioneer restaurant and hope for the best. There it is, the unmarked door. Let me just look through this keyhole. Huh, weird, it's all red. I don't see a room at all anymore, just the color red. That's weird, I could have sworn I saw someone in a room before, but I guess I should go. I'll I'll have to ask that guy downstairs about this. You've been listening to Elevator Radio. The best music for the elevator. It goes until it... Oh, time to step. Uh, excuse me. Hello. How can I help you? Hi, uh, yeah, same guy from earlier. Can I ask you about a room on the fifth floor? The uh, unmarked one? Yes, yes. What is the deal with that room? Well, that used to be a hotel room, but now I assure you it's far from that now. I guess it's more of a supply closet, but truthfully, no one will go in there just in case she sees us. I mean, that'd be bad. Wait, wait, what? Is the room haunted? Oh, in- incredibly, yes. Uh, long ago, a woman was brutally murdered in that room, and now she haunts it. She stays to herself, but some people say her eyes are cursed. Though, personally, I think that's exaggerated all because people were ignorant and scared of albinos. Red eyes and all. I suppose people didn't know what to think. It's kind of like racism. It's just that fear of something different. Live and let live. Well, that's what I always wait, say. Wait, red eyes? Boom! Just like that. She was... Do you get it? She, the lady was looking... Right back at our hero, right through that keyhole. He was looking at her, she was looking at him, but he thought it was red because that's her eye. You get it? Ooh, pretty spooky. Guess being creepy isn't just exclusive to men. Am I right, America? Anyway, let's move on. My buddy Ray, see, he was a search and rescue officer for about, oh, seven years. 
You know, he started back when he was in junior college, and he always told me some weird shit about the job. And he told me more about it uh, when I signed on. Yeah, after listening to Ray, I thought he was full of shit. And if you knew him, you'd know what I meant. You know, he asked me if uh, he wanted me to put in a referral for me to join his team. And, you know, being that I was out of a job and not doing anything anyway, and I said, sure, why not? Sign me up. His trainer told him almost the same thing mine did, which was that sometimes uh, you see some weird shit out in the woods, and it's always best just to leave what you find alone, you know, when your uh, your eyes play tricks on you. Yeah. Some, sometimes you see things that just shouldn't be there. They ain't, it's best not to meddle with them, you know, or fuck around with them things. Well, my first year on the job, uh, my buddy Ray, you know, he did just that. And he stayed on the straight and narrow for the most part, you know. Uh, but apparently after a while, his curiosity, well, he got the better of him. Said on a job one night where a teenage girl had vanished. And, you know, the dogs they got were out there following her, you know, chasing down her scent through the woods. Well, Ray got off on his own somehow, and uh, he lagged behind. And uh, he saw something that caught his eye. And out there in the middle of the fucking woods, you know, he saw a set of stairs off to his left in a clearing. You know, the thing about them was they looked like they was from a new house. And they'd been carpeted and everything, you know, white pristine carpet runners top to bottom and you know he said uh, when he got closer he didn't feel any different or hear nothing weird and it's almost like you know he was uh, expecting something to happen you know like uh, ringing in his ears or anything really as he approached it you know he heard the other SARS guys out there talking about the stairs before but, you know, he thought they was full of shit messing with him, you know, being yeah. that he was new too, you know. And, well, you know, them, them guys have been on the job for years, and they thought it was fun to fuck with the new guy. You know, tell him weird shit in the clubhouse from time to time, and, yeah, he just figured they was trying to scare him. But there they were, in the middle of the woods. No dirt, no debris, no leaves, nothing. There didn't appear to be any signs of nothing out there, you know, near him. No animal, no insects crawling on him, nothing. Just stairs. Just a single staircase in that barren stretch of forest. You know, he went up and touched him. He didn't feel nothing that you would feel other than feeling you get from carpet. Sort of sticky, springy feeling. And he checked his radio and thought to himself, well, what, what the hell? Took a step up on the stairs, thinking about what his instructor told him. You come across anything weird, Ray, you just fucking ignore it. You see something that shouldn't be there, well, that's for a reason. Just fucking ignore it, Ray. Yep. Uh, and he said that it was terrifying because of what the other guys told him. He's half expected to be teleported to some other dimension or from somebody out of nowhere to tap him on the shoulder. But, you know, he got to the top of the stairs with little event and just stood there looking around and you know what he saw what woods nothing nothing but longer he stood there at the top step more he felt like he was doing something very wrong said like you know the feeling you get when you uh, 
step in the police office, you know, downtown. Yeah. Or, you know, when you go into a house where they tell you someone's died, but you're not really sure if that's true. Kind of that same feeling. It's as if, you know, any second someone's going to come in and arrest him or shoot him in the back of the head. You know, he tried to brush it off, you know, but feeling only got stronger and stronger the longer he stood there until he realized he couldn't hear nothing. Sounds of the forest were gone. He couldn't even hear himself breathe. Only thing he could hear was, you know, like kind of the feedback you get from a speaker. Just overcame him all of a sudden. Well, uh, he climbed back down and rejoined the search party and didn't mention what he'd done. You know, he told me later that the worst part came afterwards when his trainer was waiting back at the welcome center after the search had ended for the day. And the trainer cornered Ray and had a look of anger on his face. And when Ray said, what's wrong? And he said to him, you went up them stairs, didn't you? <laughs> Ray said it wasn't really a question, you know? Like, when your dad or your mom accuses you of something you know you did, not really asking you a question. They, they know you done that. Yeah. Well, he asked how his trainer knew, and he shook his head. And he says, well, because we didn't find her. The dog's lost her scent. You know, thought about that a lot. Ray asked what he what that had to do with anything, you know, and the trainer said, Well, how long have you been on the staircase for there, Ray? And you know, he said, No more than a minute. The trainer gave him a long stare, told him that if he ever went up the stairs again while he was on mission, they'd fire his ass immediately. You know. It's weird, you know. I've been at it a while, but you never really get used to it. Sometimes they're close to the path, maybe two or three miles. Sometimes 20, 30 miles out. Literally, middle of nowhere, I'm telling you. Yeah, and I only find them during the broad searches, you know, or over the weekends. Usually in good condition. But every now and then, sometimes it looks like they've been there for years. They're all different kinds, different sizes. The biggest one I ever saw looked like it came out of a turn-of-the-century mansion, at least 10 feet wide, and steps went up at least 15, 20 feet. You know, I think it's crazy about it. All that land out there is federal property. Can't develop it for residential or commercial. Shouldn't be nothing out there. You know, I, I, I've tried talking to folks about it, but, you know, they just give me the same response my trainer did. It's normal. Don't worry about it. Ain't a big deal. Just don't get up closer. Go up them. And, you know, I've been there long enough now, when the trainees ask me about it, I just give them the same answer. I don't really know what to tell them. I hope one day, maybe I'll get a better answer. I just say, you know what? You're going to see them all the time. Don't go near them. Don't touch them. Don't go up them. Just ignore them. You know what's the worst part, pal? What? They never found that girl. You know? I miss my buddy. He was a good guy. But he, he never got over it. Hey, next round's on me. You, you know, I I think I've had enough. But here I am, back on a date with that damn Sasquatch again. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I am back for the ending part. That was some spooky folk stories from Go Fuck Yourself. You got it right half of the time that time. What, what do you mean? Hey, I got it half hey, right. Hey, Bella, um, I reviewed your contract. We can't pay you for the second plug, man. It was only for the first one. I do this for you as my friends. Oh, God. Oh. Are you a friend now? Yes. Well, he's also Great. my cousin. Great. Wait, you're cousins with Bella Lugosi? Yeah. You didn't think to mention that ever? Why do you think I'm in all of his family pictures? I have literally never seen you in one of his family pictures Well, before. he stands there, but he doesn't show up I pictures. don't show up on film as a vampire. <laughs> Got it. He's standing right. That's why there's a gap between me and my brother in each one. What the fuck happened to this show? We used to be so good. Happy Halloween! Thanks for coming back to season two, everybody. I promise it's it's gonna get better. Also, Man. not for nothing, those guys sounded a lot like us, right? A lot like us, right? Yeah, but I, none of you weird. recorded, right? Like, no, no. that was not. I've been on a cruise for like three months. Apparently. Yeah, we were all on that cruise. We yeah. know the Sea Org. That's crazy. How do you? Uh, how did that even happen? I don't. I don't know. It was a ghost. No, it that was still us. doesn't make sense. What? It was. It was us. It was. I'm yeah, yeah, was, was, was just joking. Your ch- I'm Bella Gosey. This is Brett. <laughs> yeah, B- Bill. Bill Gosey's dead. Bill, He's Bill, been dead a long wait, time. Wait, Bill's Ethan. Bill's always been Ethan. Bill's Ethan. <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, <laughs>